What's poppin' world? It's your boy, the Puerto Rican powerhouse, the Mike for Hire, the Puerto Rican Kaiju, the podcast mercenary, once again, Christian Joel Ramos, signing in to review the Disney Plus exclusive Star Wars series titled The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, and its name of the episode is In the Name of Honor. Sorry for a little skip there, I was just not taking a breath. Alright, so we start off with this episode. First off, before I start off, I have misled people. I said in the last episode there were, this was a nine-episode series. Actually, it's a seven-episode series. It's crazy how fast it goes. I forgot Book of Boba Fett's pretty much a spin-off mini-series of The Mandalorian. So the full Mandalorian series might be nine or ten episodes. This one's a couple more shorter. But that's fine because it concludes with everything's happening. The build-up is here. We're at the battlefront. We're at the quote-unquote, you know, the battle line, battlegrounds, right? Fennec and Boba arrive right at the rubble of the cantina where it's been demolished and they're like, what the hell's going on? Like, they already had to strike this. Like, we're so outnumbered. We don't have our backup. And then Mando ensures that backup is here. They're coming. They're on their way. And sadly, they're not on their way because of what happened to the sheriff or the... Of the, of the what is what's his actual title? It's the marshal. There we go. The marshal of Moss Pill goes up, sorry, Freetown. Cobb Vamp was killed in cold blood, but they don't know this yet. It hasn't, news hasn't reached them. So they're there, they're planning things out, and Fennec wants to strike as soon as possible. She's an assassin. She doesn't want to give them time to get their reinforcements out at all. And that's where you get the ideology changes. Then the mayor's advisor, this guy's hysterical. He is the most annoying character in the show, and I'm surprised they haven't killed him off yet for being such a damn annoying character. But yes, he gives his input like, might I suggest I speak in your behalf? Because he wants to pretty much, um, not even just surrender, but like just talk to the Pikes about this. But Mandel shows up, guaranteeing Vance is going to be there, right? We're, we got to that point. Cad Bane is meeting up with the Pike Syndicate, and boy, they're in for a, a treat because the Pike Syndicate wanted Cad Bane to speak to, dipl diplomatically, not just kill everybody, but Cad Bane being Cad Bane, just up and killed Fang without a chance for him to surrender. Like, he's like a cold-blooded killer. Like, you don't understand, this guy doesn't give a damn, but he got the job done, so the Pike Syndicate didn't expect these results, but like, hey, you got the, <laughs> you, you took it out part of the equation, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. So this is what kind of cold-hearted killer. Even if you haven't seen the Clone Wars series, you now get what kind of character he is. He doesn't care. If you send him to do a job, he's going to get it done. And he's going to make sure there's no uh, <laughs> there's no adverse effects. So he's going to terminate it and end it. And that's one of the things that really shows this guy is just a complete, utter, unredeemable character. Like, he's just a stone-cold-hearted killer who's just trying to get the job over with keep it going but this also showed us that wait a minute they're showing the syndicate together like this in this place and throughout the episode you don't see this again to a certain scene it's almost foreshadowing something's gonna happen so i kind of like that they kind of just made a callback towards the earliest episode of this but we'll get back to that when i get a chance but it's nice that we get a confirmation that the leader of the pikes gives us new information in what boba thought was a concluded Part of his past it, he was behind the death of the tuscan villages of tuscan people they they know they, it's funny leader of the pikes got sabotaged by someone else apparently but he was behind the death of the tuscan raider village that boba thought it was the record gang but they actually pinned the biker gangs to kill the with all the camp with all the uh 
quote unquote graffiti that it's they're the ones who killed Boba's clan, the Tusken Raiders. So we had this conundrum where like, oh, so the Pikes were behind us because they didn't want to pay those souls anymore. Fair enough, this is war. But they don't know Boba has more friends. They assume that the Tusken Raiders were the only friends Boba has made in the last 50 plus years. So an X-Wing arrives at the hangar bay and this is where the uh, the lady's like, oh, I got my paperwork for my stuff. Like she's gonna try to cover her steps. I'm actually passing right now. And it's not a, a pilot, it's not a officer, it's Grogu. And he arrived with R2-D2. So he obviously made his decision to go back to Mando. So back at the last episode, right? We figured this out. So back at the Rebel, they're still waiting for the reinforcements that they don't know is not really coming. Uh, Fennec sets the plan of attack so they don't, again, she wants to make sure that the enemy is sneaked off done. Let's get the upper hand and attack strike first. But Cad Bane finds Fett and tries to negotiate. This is where the mayor's uh, advisor comes in to negotiate for them. And he's like, plenty speak, I'm a man of uh, this and that. But he's trying to speak to the Pikes and then Cad Bane's trying to pretty much lure Boba to strike first. But the whole city has plans. It's an ambush because once Fett and Bane disagree and pretty much walk away, this is where everyone else who's planted in the city to guard certain sectors gets ambushed by different squadrons every time. So the Pikes are surrounding Din Djarin and Boba Fett. They're the only ones left in the building as everyone's out in their outpost. The mayor's secretary volunteers to speak for Boba, and my gosh, he almost gets them killed because of <laughs> Boba Fett wrote some stuff on a, a tablet. He's like, yeah, I'm not giving up. Screw you guys. I'm out of here. But luckily, Black Hersantin comes to fight, and he finally decides to join Boba and take on this, the Pike Syndicate. Then he comes in with guns blazing. He's getting hit, though. He's getting hurt. But they can't keep this Wookiee down. Like, you're just going on, just hitting him, hurting him. And he's taking the shots. I'm like, That's, how many more can you take before he dies? Oh my gosh. So Mando and Boba are fighting for their lives. Holy shit, this thing gets intense. It just intensifies as the episode's progressing. Mind you, this episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. If anybody knows who shoots like battle scenes or like fight scenes or pretty much shootouts, it's gotta be Robert Rodriguez. This guy is the one that made freaking Desperado and the Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Like he knows how to do these kind of shootout scenes. And it's like a Western where it all just, you know, hiding behind saloon doors, attacking each other. It's in a outer space Wild West gunfight. So the whole city has plants. Everyone's in ambush from different places where they're, where they're kind of surrounded and hiding for their life. Um, so Blacker Santa comes in, helps them out with some leverage, but it doesn't start off that way. It kind of looks like he was fighting for his own life, but at the same time, it's like he's shooting them because he's pissed at the Pikes in general. Mando and Boba are fighting for their lives. Boba comes through riding a Rancor as he exits for a few minutes. So I guess he was able to tame the Rancor. This whole time I thought the Rancor was, was going to just take advantage of him and kill him. Eat him, essentially, right? But no, he actually managed to ride the Rancor. Just like the leader of Mandalore rode the giant Mandalore beast, right? So Mando sees an distraction and is able to take out the, with his Darksaber and try to fight back. We get to a point where Cad Bane distracts the Rancor and fights Boba Fett. Now, while this is all happening, I'm not going to tell you every little scene of the action that happens. It is an intense battle with too many moving parts. Watch it yourselves. If you're here, you probably already watched the episode. I can't even contain my emotion of how intense this was. This was just like 
batshit crazy fighting everywhere you looked and you're like oh my gosh well this is happening like you've got to watch this episode over and over again just to pause at certain scenes and see what's happening because there's so many moving parts so here i am thinking shit what is this is freaking lit like this is just nuts i'm loving the whole thing i'm just getting like my heart palpitations are going fast like this is the best season finale of any series you know a long time and boba fett riding the freaking rancor like like it's a like it's a giant horse like a steed i'm like this is wild so the rancor gives him some advantage that it's not invincible it's still a beast fighting against oh yeah i forgot they bring in these damn robots that remind me of the ones from the uh, the prequel series where they're just these tanks with these bubble shields right and they can't get shots in no matter what and they're trying everything like they're really trying to shoot with cannons her Sansons gun has a heavy shooting a potential they're shooting pistols at it the dark saber came and penetrated so easily like this is some good shielding but our freaking dark saber can't even go through it mind you mando should have been dead four times over because the amount of abuse is meant before i i hope pedro Pedro Pascal didn't do all the stunts because some of them was harsh. There was a scene where Boba and, and Jandarin were just shooting their back-to-back. Their Beskar armor was only keeping them getting killed. But they're feeling those hits. They're just like they're getting concussed probably. So here we move on where Cad Bane distracts the Rancor with fire because apparently Rancor is a fire. He found the weakness of the Rancor and then the Rancor leaves and starts ambushing the city. Uh, so that's going on. And then this is where Boba and Cad Bane talk. Apparently, Cad Bane was his uh, teacher, so Boba was his apprentice. And Boba has one last battle against Cad Bane. Mind you, Cad Bane, the big nemesis from the Clone Wars, this guy's a complete badass. The man with no name, essentially. He's just a beast. Bless this man's in his 70s. Like, this alien being uh, is just this killer who doesn't have any remorse, any sense of honor. He fights for money. He's a, he's a real scoundrel. Like he really fits the part, the bill. Like he is a scoundrel. Where Boba Fett has gotten softer in the later years, and he's trying to be more diplomatic, and he acknowledges that too. Boba's like, yeah, I have gotten soft in my old age because I have a heart. I'm not gonna spend my whole life just shooting and killing for money. Enough is enough. It's time for me to actually do something productive with my life. And they have different ideologies, but they get this giant fight. You think Bane's gonna win, but thankfully Boba does take him out as he, as he thought he was gonna win. And he takes him out with his staff. Like, yeah, this guy takes his guns out and he's there, like, what do you do now? He's like, well, he still has a staff, and he, the Hussians have taught him well in how to staff fight. So Boba takes him out, and the Rancor is still running loose, and Mando and, and, and everyone's trying to get everyone to. Get, get the damn beast under control but he's Jindar's like no everybody calm down you guys aren't helping so Grogu of all people uses his whatever Jedi knowledge he's learned and puts the Rancor to sleep pretty much under a spell of sleep so at the syndicate meeting Fennec Shan kills everybody she's like well I made it a comment that essentially that Cad Bane earlier killed everyone that was my, me again misspeaking in hype like I was I was forgot that she wasn't wanted ended that syndicate meeting Academy was just there to execute the plan so my bad so here we go on where Boba Fett is reaping the rewards of this battle he wins this but not after a grueling attack and there was one scene the internet exploded on like oh my god why is that one uh, rebel guy like spinning while shooting I'm like because it's a damn shootout like what do you expect like he's trying to if he wants to look fly while doing it let the man be like he's just shooting at all directions if he happens to make a quick spin like they do in, the, in the, some movies guess what it's artistic flair 
you don't have to like it, but it's a fun scene. And it's one thing I hate about Star Wars fans in general. A lot of them got a big old stick in their ass. Like, stop being so uptight about Star Wars. They're like, oh, but you know, the, the games aren't this, are more serious than this. The books are more serious. Like, yeah, guess what? Read the books, play the games. But the movies have always been fun and as well as serious. They're not just all seriousness. This isn't Game of Thrones. There is levity in Star Wars, plenty of it. Between the droids, the Ewoks, the, the Wookiees, like there is a lot of levity. Like it's essentially like people are trying to make this something it isn't because in their mind they're like, no, Star Wars has got to be more serious. Who died and made you George Lucas? Like, have you not watched the prequels? He had pod racing, you know, a la, uh, you know, his first film was American Graffiti, right? Like he used pod racing as a reference to hot rod racing. Do you not understand that Star Wars is fantasy? There's children that watch these films. It's not all just bleak. If you want a bleak Star Wars, go watch Dune. That's what Star Wars pretty much I got inspired from. You want to watch bleak and depressing and all... I mean, even Dune has a couple scenes where they're kind of like levity with characters. They show emotion and stuff, but I swear to God, people have this weird sense that Star Wars can have any fun because God forbid you enjoy yourself while you're watching a series. So, enough of my ranting. So after Cad Bane foreshadowed the, the uh, leaders and syndicate meeting up getting killed, he foreshadowed it in a way because he wanted to, he almost knew he was kind of holding back a bit. No, Fennec Shan comes in and finishes the job. So, Grogu and Mandu head into space after the battle's won. So much has happened. I mean, the uh, mechanic comes through to tell uh, Jadin Jarn about stuff, and then she has like a rickshaw cart, and the droids holding it, driving it, whatever you want to call it. And it's a bunch of funny hijinks between shootouts. And you, then you see the people of the, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, the Freetown uh, citizens actually show up. The Freetown citizens actually do show up because they want to honor their marshal's uh, re request. Like he was going to do it. He was going to rob the troops until he was getting killed and his him and his deputy got left for dead. But in the end credit scene, after the, uh, the simple folk of Freetown and the city folk find common ground and take out the Pike Syndicate army, in the end credit scene, Cobb Vanth is in the bath of tanks. So he was left for dead. But thankfully, Boba found his body and was able to heal him up. So he'll probably come back in the second season of Book of Boba Fett. Or maybe in Mandalorian, considering how this character appeared first in Mando. And unless, you know, it all matters. Like, it's all the same world, right? So it's essentially, we're looking at a guy that is on Tatooine. So as long as the next series, whatever it is, is on Tatooine, he could still be there. And even both, I can make appearances in another spinoff if they, if they wish. Or in Mando season two. But so much has happened, and I know I rambled throughout this whole review, but it was such an amazing experience watching this. I'm like, you know what? This is what makes Star Wars fun, that you're able to just take chances with new things and see if it works. Some of it lands, some of them didn't. Like, I know people weren't happy about the the candy paint-colored uh, uh, cycles that they had in the, with those ruffians, of the, the city dwellers that were punks. But in the end, you saw why they were different. They were young. They were trying to be hip. They wanted to look more. They're, they're city. They're not out in the country. They're not out. So, of course, people in the city are going to have shinier-looking vehicles. If you're out in the middle of the desert, of course, you're not going to have a damn thing except for, like, a Jeep or some sort of big tank. But you're talking about these young 20-something-year-olds who are modifying their bodies. So it's like their version of tattooing. You know, like, just something that makes them stand out. And they're rebellious, but... They're able to 
actually work together and fend off. Like, they actually held their own, and thankfully, the people of Freetown were able to coexist with them, like city folk and country folk come together to take out the big bad so they can get their land back, and Tatooine's gonna be theirs, finally. And that's where the episode ends, and you're like, you know what? This is probably one of the best endings of a series I've seen in a long while, because they didn't go so heavy on the drama. They, they gave you the drama in the beginning of it. They gave you the... The, the climax was very intense because you thought these, as the Pike soldiers were getting killed off, these giant tanks coming in were going to be the end all be all, but their own, in, 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 <laughs> their own ingenuity helped them out and teaming up with themselves and it shows that teamwork is the best resolution for something like this because you needed everyone from every parts of this world who brought their own skills and their own views on everything to just say, hey, maybe we try this instead of this. And it was awesome. And Robert Rodriguez is definitely one of the best directors out there in Hollywood. I don't care what anyone says. It's one of my favorites, personal favorites as well. He definitely brought something like different. But listen, when his episodes have all been hits, no misses. And if this is the only miss because some people want to bitch about certain aspects of it, be my guest because everyone's going to nitpick no matter what. But I think Book of Boba Fett, this is the way to end it where it didn't feel like you were just drawn out and... Yes, certain characters were killed off, but good, because it actually added. But were they killed off? That's the funny thing, because you killed off the Pike Syndicate. You thought Cobb Banks was dead, but he actually survived. So it was a nice little, like, you know, red herring. You're like, oh, wait, he's alive after all. Yay. Because Timothy Oliphant's a great actor. You got to bring him back. This guy was such a charismatic marshal, like he has to exist. So with that being said, with my rumblings, ramblings, whatever you want to call it, this has been the best episode of Book of Boba Fett because it brought all the pieces together. And like, yeah, I really enjoyed this. It's like a, I'm giving this a five-star review. You know why? Because I want to. Let's give it a five-star, five out of five. It was very fun. It felt like a movie. Like, it felt like the first half of the series was very slow and drawn out, exposition, exposition. Also, nostalgia, uh, origin stories and that was all important and fine and all because the whole series wasn't just that but towards the end you got to see the final battle you got to see what happens after the battle uh the soldiers retreating survive and getting outnumbered by simple people who are like not even soldiers themselves it's just these are just civilians and commoners who are just fighting for their rights it's like a the american revolution all over again and it was great to see them come together and really execute a plan because they all were able to coexist. So there you go. Uh, one more piece I want to add: that dark saber. That thing. Once it finally got the shields were down, it was able to take down the machines. I'm glad they didn't make it like the most invincible weapon in the universe. Like, yes, just like the Jedi sabers can cut through metal and all that stuff, but the shields. It, they made it. They made it known that the shields that these robots were using were strong, and they had to be weakened first in order for them to really pierce them. Just like armor, okay? It's real. Like, they didn't give... They could have made Mando OP. They could have made the Dark Saber like it cuts through all shields, but no. They brought it back a scale. It's still strong against people. And even against machinery, of course, because we've seen uh, Moff Gideon opening a door with the, with, with the sword, the saber. I'm just glad they actually showed the intensity of these shields because later down the road we're going to see if many more of these robots pop up in another battle or maybe even if there is a way to fight and defeat Mando with his saber because of shield weapons because we have kind of seen this when he was you know, fighting that medic in the previous episode so that was something that caught my eye like man these shields are the strongest shields in all the universe of Star Wars but like yeah 
they should be because they've seen what Jedi's can do. So they're gonna use the knowledge they, they have from the Darksaber and use that information against them and make stronger shields. And these tanks would have turned to tide the battle, but luckily these the people of Tatooine were able to outsmart their opponents and take them out and piece by piece and with the Rancor itself, of course, because this thing was not gonna go down easy. He was out of running them with like Godzilla or King Kong, whoever, but he it, it took weakening the shield for the Rancor to really pierce through. So these shields are definitely like a case of, hey, the new tech coming up in the next season are gonna really show how they're gonna hold off against future opponents. So I like that little part of piece of it, like, yeah, you might have the strongest weapon in the universe or allegedly, but you still gotta know when and where to use it. So that's pretty piece, good piece of information for the dark saber. Like it's just like a Jedi lightsaber. So enough of that. With that being said, this has been another amazing CJR media review. I am the podcast mercenary Christian Joe Ramos signing off till next time. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is the way. May the force be with you. Thank y'all for tuning in. And I will be back for more reviews. Absolutely. Especially Star Wars related. Absolutely. This has been one of the best shows to watch. If you haven't watched Book of Boba Fett, you are missing out. Such a short, sweet series ending off in a high note, which is what I like. They didn't leave you with cliffhangers. They left things open-ended story-wise, but it wasn't a cliffhanger. So you had to, like, they really were like, hey, let's complete this story, this arc. And if we want to come back to it, we can. But it's not like it has to be a cliffhanger ending. I love that. They actually were like, okay, let's complete this arc. And then Boba Fett stays the IMO in this world, and everyone leaves happily ever after. Yeah, then if anything happens in the future, another invader trying to take over Tatooine, so be it for the spice trade. We would come back to that, but at least they close the chapter, just like a book. They close the book completely, the chapters are done. <laughs> and hopefully a new book pops up, and we'll see if we if we get a sequel or a series, or even like another spinoff, or who knows. But I would love to see another season of the show if it continues this direction of building still because you already built enough the origin stuff's out of the way now it's going to be just modern day and onwards you're not going to have to worry about too much but let's just see what they want to do if they want to do a, another season of this amazing show the book of Boba Fett so thank you for tuning in take care and have a good day